Emotional intelligence critical for investment professionals? That's the topic of our interview today. Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the CFA Institute Take 15 series. I'm Heather Packard, Manager of Product Development at CFA Institute, and I'm joined today by Jamie Ziegler. Jamie is the co founder of AUM Partners LLC, has over 25 years of investment leadership and consulting experience, and is the co author of the Wiley Investment title, High Performing Investment Teams. Jamie, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Heather. So, Jamie, why do you think emotional intelligence, often referred to as self-awareness, is so critical across roles in the investment profession? Not only the more obvious roles with direct client-facing duties, such as advisors, but also across roles such as mid- and back-office professionals as well. Right. That's a great question. And there are really two main reasons why EQ, we call emotional intelligence EQ, mm -hmm. is so important across all roles. And the first is just in terms of an individual's performance, because our emotions really can have an impact on the way we think, the way we make decisions, and thus the way we get our job done. So that's the first level. The second level is also in terms of how your EQ skills impact the team. So teams that have high EQ skills tend to have high levels of trust for each other, and as a result, they communicate really well, they make good decisions. When they make mistakes, they can go back and do post-mortems in an open way, mm -hmm. taking responsibility, not blaming, fixing the problem, and then moving on and not wasting time. Research shows that high-trust teams outperform low-trust teams by as much as 300%. So there's some hard economic data mm -hmm. behind why trust and EQ, which supports it, are really important in every type of role. Mm -hmm. What are some examples of behaviors that you would expect someone with a well-developed sense of emotional intelligence to demonstrate? Um, put another way, what are the symptoms of someone with a good level of self-awareness? And what are the first steps that you recommend an investment professional take to develop their self-awareness? Okay, yeah. So we'll take that in a couple pieces. Mm -hmm. First of all, the, the symptoms or the indicators that someone has high levels of emotional intelligence would be if they're curious and open. That's the most important. Mm -hmm. If they're curious and open to feedback, they're curious and open to why things are happening, rather than getting defensive and closed. That's mm -hmm. a symptom of low EQ. Now, we all get defensive. We're wired that way to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. But the people who have the most well-developed emotional intelligence recognize their defensiveness mm -hmm. and then quickly shift back to being open. Mm -hmm. So that would be one symptom. Another symptom of high levels of emotional intelligence is awareness of other people. Mm -hmm. So if you and I are colleagues and I'm working with you and I'm noticing you're acting a different way today, I might think, I wonder what's going on with her. I'm going to try and understand what the issues are for her rather than just on the surface making a judgment about what you're doing that I might not like. Mm -hmm. Are there characteristics that you see as predominant in the investment industry or among investment professionals that you think can make achieving self-awareness perhaps a more critical uh, or a difficult process than, than other professions? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We find research shows that there's actually an inverse relationship between emotional intelligence and IQ. Mm -hmm. And the higher the IQ, typically the lower the EQ skills. Mm -hmm. And because this industry draws people with very high IQs, I mean, we have very sharp people in this business, 
sharp in terms of left brain skills, mm-hmm. you know, the analytical, process-oriented, problem-solving, mm-hmm. those sorts of skills, they're excellent at. And because so many of the people in our industry have come up through the ranks, gone to good schools, gone on to graduate school, been very successful in their academic careers, mm-hmm. when you're a straight-A student, you're not used to being wrong. Mm-hmm. And so when they get into the real world, and the real world isn't school, mm-hmm. there are going to be things that go wrong or mistakes that happen, and yet those high IQ, low EQ people have a hard time with that. They tend to get very defensive. Mm -hmm. So we see very broadly in in the investment industry low levels of awareness, even about the concept of EQ. Mm -hmm. So it's really important, and and I tell people when I'm speaking at seminars on this, I tell Mm -hmm. my clients, this is an area of competitive advantage for you Mm -hmm. because the majority of the industry being unaware of this and going on autopilot in terms Mm -hmm. of emotions means there's an opportunity for you to get better at this. Mm -hmm. Because if you get better at this, you're going to do better than your competitors. So, you know, it's a great opportunity. There are a variety of stereotypes that, um, some of what you mentioned, that characterize analysts and portfolio managers as being hard-driving, analytical, and left-brain dominant. If part of the key to good communication is involving your right brain, what practical advice can you offer for left-brain-dominant individuals to engage more of their right brain? Right, yeah. So the first step is just awareness. So when we teach emotional intelligence skills to the very analytical thinking types, usually what I hear from them you know, during the break or afterwards was, I just never thought about this. I was never aware of this. I didn't know I did this. And when you shine the light on it, this is the benefit of having a high IQ. You shine the Mm -hmm. light on it in a way that they can see it and understand it. Mm -hmm. We even can measure it. Mm -hmm. Then they say, oh my gosh, this is something I need to work on. Mm -hmm. And it becomes, it's it's something that they can take specific actions, get Mm -hmm. feedback, measure. Mm -hmm. So it's not soft, indefinite. It becomes very concrete and measurable. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense to the left brain thinker. If Mm -hmm. I can measure it, I can Mm -hmm. work on it, I can improve it. And what advice could you offer to investment professionals who are struggling with um, how best to interact or deal with coworkers who maybe don't have quite the highest level of self-awareness themselves? Right. That's a, and that's, a, again, a very common issue because if we find in this business, you know, maybe 10% of a room full of analysts or portfolio managers, maybe 10% of them have good EQ skills, mm-hmm. while the other 90% are kind of in the dark. They're a little unaware of that. Mm-hmm. So when they're interacting... You know, they're doing things, I said, like on autopilot, Mm -hmm. being defensive, shutting down, being closed, feeling like they need to be right. And if you're trying to deal with that, it can be very challenging. So, again, to shine the light on it, uh, many times what we'll recommend to portfolio managers or analysts Mm -hmm. dealing with this is if you can go to your manager and talk about a way to educate the entire team Mm -hmm. about these concepts rather than singling somebody out, Mm -hmm. you'll find that everybody can rise and everyone can get better. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult though, you know, if you and I were peers at the same Mm -hmm. level and if you had high emotional intelligence and I had low emotional Mm -hmm. intelligence, it's going to be very hard for you to coach me because I'm not going to want to listen to you. Mm -hmm. So the coaching many times needs to come from the outside. Mm -hmm. It can be the manager, but many times it's bringing in, Mm -hmm. you know, an outside person from another group or, I mean, this is what we do. We come in Mm -hmm. and help teams with this Mm -hmm. um, to just bring a different perspective. Mm -hmm. And what's the most difficult challenge that you faced in sort of trying to come in from that outside and, and, and deal with those 
problems? <laughs> that's, that's another great question. I think the most difficult challenge is because trust and teamwork and emotional intelligence and all of these things organizationally need to come from the top down, mm -hmm. if the people at the very top levels, your CEO and your president, if they have low EQ and they're not interested in this, mm -hmm. it's extremely difficult to help a culture shift and become better mm -hmm. because it all relies on those top people wanting to do that. So mm -hmm. I'll tell you a quick story. Mm -hmm. I had a... I had the head of sales for a large institutional manager contact me a couple months ago and he said, we really need your help. We have a portfolio manager on our team who has the best track record in our strategy in the industry. Mm -hmm. One year, three year, five year, get this, 10 year, 15 year. This manager's been there for 20 years, an amazing track record, and yet they're having trouble winning business. Mm -hmm. And the head of sales said it's because he doesn't have good EQ skills. Mm -hmm. He comes into these finals presentations and he just turns people off. I mean, he turns mm -hmm. them off. Mm -hmm. And he said, so can you come in and help him? And I said, absolutely, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. so, he, so he said, well, come on in and I want you to meet our CEO and talk about how you're going to approach this. Mm -hmm. I came in and the CEO, hearing how I was going to do it, the CEO said, no, he doesn't need that soft stuff. That's not the problem. The problem is he just needs to tell the investment story better. Mm -hmm. And so I started talking to the CEO, and it became very clear to me he had very low EQ. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, he didn't want the portfolio manager trained in what he most needed. Mm -hmm. So I ended up not coming in to help, but the head of sales followed up with me later and said, mm -hmm. I'm really disappointed. Mm -hmm. I know you could have helped that portfolio manager, and that's what he needs, mm -hmm. but the CEO is just not there. Mm -hmm. So... To me, that's challenging. If the if the mm -hmm. top people don't buy in and want it, it's you know it sort of limits what we're able to do for them. Sure, it's very difficult to change the culture from the ground up, right, or from the outside. Exactly, so. exactly. Well, thank you again for joining us today, Jamie. My pleasure. And thank you for joining us for this episode of the CFA Institute Take 15 series. To view more Take 15 episodes or educational products, please visit us at www.cfainstitute.org. Copyright 2012 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.